Ever feel unable to focus, tired, and just low on energy? We understand that feeling. We understand it so well that the Sports and the World Podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guys Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you need it most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head over to www.shockenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. Check out their green apple flavor box or even their watermelon flavor box. Oh, and don't worry, they ship worldwide. That's right, worldwide. Get your shocked energy today and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. The Sports and the World Podcast is brought to you by Exogun. Ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without leaving the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail, and put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is trusted by the pros to deliver the ultimate in recovery. Like we said before, you can even use it for percussion therapy. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid, concentrated, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Get 10% off with code CGS10 at checkout. Comes with a charger and carrying case. Go get your Exogun today and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to us and how you're listening to us. Thank you for making the sports and the world podcast a part of your day. I'm Ladarius. Hope all of you are are well and safe. And it kind of takes on a whole new meaning this episode, which I'll talk about in in Brown's big picture. But let's jump in and let's talk about these NBA playoffs. One of the things, and I think I've said this, and I when I had Gab Goody on on the show recently, and we talked about we talked about Golden State, and one of the things that I said, and you know, we kind of talked about was that. Golden State, to me, this is this team is is much more. It's, it's a more dangerous team because it's not just Steph and Clay you have to worry about now. You got to worry about Jordan Poole. You got to worry about other guys on these team, on this team being a factor. And and as much as I like Luca, and as much as I like what Jason Kidd has done this year with this team. It just feels on many nights it's just Luca, and I'm not trying to downgrade guys like 
you know, Jalen Brunson or Dorian Finney-Smith or, you know, any of, but it just feels like it's just Luka. And it's essentially one on five. And, and another thing that I observe about the Warriors that I really like, listen, they hit the offensive glass. And, and that to me, to me, getting offensive glass, you know, getting those offensive boards, it's extra points. It's, that's an extra possession to me. And they're getting, and they're capitalizing with points. So, listen, even though the Mavs won last night, if you, which could kind of picture you when this is being recorded, I still do think that this series, I think it ends when it heads back to San Francisco. I, I never saw this series going 6-7. I, I never did. I just felt like this Golden State team is just so dominant and just so good. And and it just feels, this team just feels different than their other championship caliber teams they've had in the past. Where it's like Steph and Clay, and then even it's other guys stepping up. Like, shout out to Kavon Looney. And you still got Draymond. You still got, it's like you don't have, that's the thing. That It's not Steph and Clay you have the game plan for. Jordan Poole's hitting big shots. You got Kavon Looney playing big time minutes. So that's what I like. You know, as far as for Dallas, I just feel that in the offseason, I'm curious to see. Are you going to get Luka, another superstar? Because in the league, that in the way the league is being shaped now, you need at least two top, I don't want to say 10, top 15, top 20 players on your team. When I look at the Golden State Warriors, they have that. They have easily two of the top 20 players in the league in Steph and Clay. You know, it's Luka, and who else on that team would you put in the top 20 in the league? So I think if you're Mark Cuban, if you're Jason Kidd, you're the front office, you have to get to, to help Luka, essentially, or it's going to be a situation where, all up with Dirk Nowitzki, where he's going to play his whole career, and it's just going to be winning one title in a career where he could have won more. And I don't want that for Luka, because I really like him. And now shifting from the West to the East, this series, the Heat and the Celtics, I feel this is a 6-7 game series. Because when I look at Boston and I look at Miami, and I just feel that, like Lee Corso says, they're closer than what the experts think. Everybody thought that, well, Boston's going to run roughshod through through Miami. And, and I don't see it. Because of Eric Spolstra and the way this team is built. Now, mind you, health is a factor on both sides. But this is a six-seven game series because when I look at guys like you got your Jimmy Butler, you got your Tyler Hero, you got you got guys like you know Duncan Robinson hasn't been a factor in this series in the playoffs for that matter. And the team has made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, which is a testament to guys like maybe see do I can't think it was Sears the Sears. I think you'd correct me on social media if I got the name wrong. But when I look at Boston, you know, I'm looking at Jay, you know, I'm looking at you know, I'm looking at Tatum, Jason Tatum, I'm looking at I'm looking at Al Horford. I'm looking at Jalen Brown. I'm looking at other guys stepping up. Now the the biggest debate will be you know, because to me, Tatum is a top 20 player. Now, the question is, 
where do you, is Jalen Brown a top 20 player? Yeah, you know, he's there, which is why I think they're a contender, which is why I think they're kind of there. What makes the Miami Heat great is that it's, it, that's what makes the series great. It is that we know who the superstars are, but it's going to come down to the role players. It's going to come down to guys like a like a P.J. Tucker for Miami or a guy, you know, if you're looking, if you're looking for Boston, you know, like, a, like a Horford. You know, that's a Horford's a, but it's going to come down to players that you may necessarily see on the marquee. Dover right in point and, and great coaching jobs. Like Udoka first year of this team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Spolstra setting the gold standard in the East because that's how good of a coach he is and the job he's done this year. So I kind of stand by, listen, I think the Warriors, and I'm still split on Boston and Miami. I just have a sneaky suspicion that Miami's reading the papers that Boston's supposed to win this series. I think Boston was favored to win this series going into the series. I believe Miami could pull off the upset, which I don't see it as an upset, but I can see it. But I'm going to lean Boston now because of they have the advantage. So I'm going to trust that. But once again, I'm being definitively clear. <laughs> I can flip on that. But the Warriors, I've, I've said for the while, for the for the lot, that, that that series is going five. I think that series ends tomorrow. I think that series ends in San Francisco. That series is not going back to a game six for Dallas. So, speaking of going back, let's go back and run it back, you know, with Michael Vick. Michael Vick, 40, 41, 41-year-old Michael Vick. So, I've been a fan of his since he joined the league 20 years ago. And I let you know how old I am. So, we're not going to do the math on that. Because we're not going to do that. Don't need to explain myself any, any further. <laughs> but, you know, it's reported that he's going to join the fan-controlled, you know, football league. He's going to play in a game, you know, this, this weekend. And I wrote an article, of, you know, a fan reaction article for the great folks at Sports Kita, which I write I'm an NFL you know, writer there. And and I was going through the comments and the tweets. Yeah, some there's some people, you're bringing up his past. Now he's in Dares. What are you talking about? Listen. If you it's one thing to talk about Michael Vick, the football player. But then you bring up his past. Look. I've prefaced this and I've said this in episodes, year, you know, and maybe as far back as maybe when early on. Listen, Michael Vick hurt me as someone who loves not just dogs, who grew up with the dog and I lost the dog in a very tragic manner in the hands of two other dogs. And it hurt me when when it came out with what Michael Vick did. It devastated me because I was his I became a Falcons fan. Back in oh you know, back when he was drafted. So you're looking at twenty years. And that devastated me. It took a lot out of me. 
not just from the fan but as the person and yes I I didn't I'll be the first one to stand up here and say listen did I appreciate what he did absolutely not but here's the thing that I always say he's he did his time and he has to walk around with that for the rest of his life and he's doing what he can now he knows that he can't right the wrong that he did all those years ago but at least and this is important but this is this is important because this is not only applicable to sports but to your life it is that it's the concept of second chances because i say this once and i probably said this ad nauseum and i'll say it again i guarantee you that there was a moment and juncture in your life where you sought to get a second chance it doesn't be, have to be in your profession. It could just be in your life. And somebody gave you that second chance. Why? Because they believe it were human. And as bad as some of the things that people have done, you deserve a second chance. Now, what you do with that second chance is all entirely up to you. Now, Michael Vick has chosen to take that second chance to do good things for the humane society, to do good things for animals. And whether you can say, oh, it's to get a job, stop it. I don't care. What I care about is that he made an effort to try to be a better person. When people who are given a second chance feel like they deserve a third and fourth and fifth and sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth chance. When they didn't even put the effort in to get said second chance. So, I had to talk about this because it, it blew my mind when I was working on the article. And researching and, and you know, and, and looking through, you know, tweets that you, know, that, you know, the fans put out to talk about. And it's just amazing that that was the common thread. Oh, keep dogs away. Dog, stop it. And I'm tired. And that goes to life. Stop punishing people for their past and look at their future. And listen, you're looking at a guy who, who by the way, I started therapy. And I had to learn that I can't look in the and I focusing on how to help my future because if I live in the past, I'm going to be stuck in the past. I'm going to miss all these things going by, and that applies to the people who still comment on things like that. Michael Vick is a, was a heck of a football player. His legacy, the way we look at the quarterback position, is I would say for our you know he's one in our generation. I'm 34. And the things he was able to do in the pocket, the things he was able to do, is just unreal. And yes, did he do something wrong? Absolutely he did. And like I say, no one could have been more hurt than this guy. This guy. So, you talk about a guy, late teens, early 20s, I was hurt what he did but at the end of the day I realized I can't punish him and I refuse to punish him so I'm going to be I'm going to watch the fan control football listen can you imagine and someone put this out on social media and it's awesome imagine him throwing passes to Terrell Owens who looked good in the league 
Like this fan control football league, I like it. And it's going to be fun to watch. It's a it's different. Embrace different. All different is not bad. So I for what I'm gonna watch because of Michael Vick, the football player. If you say he can't play because he's you know, I okay, fine. Agree to disagree there. But don't bring up his past. Because if you gotta dig in somebody's past to kind of validate your point, then it feels like you lost the argument before you even made your argument. So I'll believe that there. And before we transition into Brown's big picture, I just want to say that you can listen, like, and subscribe to this episode and every episode of the Sports in the World podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get them, you can listen. And also check me on social media, at Ladera's underscore Brown on both Twitter and on the TikTok, where I'll be doing a daily trivia question, which will come out, which will come out today. So Bill, look, and I'll answer last week's question about the Pac-Man, which I got a lot of varying answers for. I won't tell you on here, but I'll tell you the answer before I end, before I give you this week's question. So that's going to be every, probably every Wednesday. If you like it, I'll probably do it another day of the week. And you could also follow Instagram at Ladares double underscore Brown. You know, I, I, I debated whether to start the show with this or end the show, but I feel like I wanted the, this to be the last thing you hear from me today on this episode because it's sports and the world. So I can't ignore what happened in Uvalde, Texas. 14 kids are dead and a teacher is dead. 14 lives who never had a chance to live in the context of they've never had a chance to make an impact on this world. 14 families have to plan funerals. 14, 14 families will be, up, will, be, will be without their children for the rest of their lives. And they didn't know that when they drop off their kid that day or when they left their home that day, that'd be the last time they see their kid. And I feel that pretty much and I echo the sentiments of Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr, which is why I left the show, which is that when I always introduce this show and hoping all is well. Right now it's not all in well in Uvalde, Texas. And what Steve Kerr talked about before before the Warriors played the Mavs, he didn't talk about basketball. He talked about what fifty senators Half of the U.S. senators in our country, essentially, when I'm voting on this proposition, H.R. 8, which the House passed, I believe, last year, two years ago, that essentially universal background checks. And here's the thing: before I get the before I get the whole my guns, listen, this issue is not should not be a political issue. Okay. We can, we can argue whether you want to have your guns. We can have that argument. But when it comes to universal background checks, overwhelmingly, people support it on both sides of the aisle. And it's still not getting done. And 14 kids and one teacher lost their lives. And then you have the nerve of some people in our government to sit there and say, well, let's arm our teachers. Let's put, stop. 
It has to stop. Enough is absolutely enough. I said, how do you explain? How do you explain to those 14 families? Because while thoughts and prayers, and it's fine. But at some point, we need sound solution. And I put out a tweet and I said, look, I don't have all the answers. A lot of you don't have all the answers. But what I do know, that enough has to be enough and something has to change. Because you go back to a, a, almost a week and a half ago, 10 people lost their lives in Buffalo. At some point, when are we going to have that conversation when I talked about when I talked about that? We have to if we can talk about sports and we can debate basketball, football, whatever sport, we can have conversations like this. Why? Because most of the country, no matter whether you support an elephant, a donkey, whether red, blue, I don't care. Most of us support universal background checks. Because at some point, we got a question, how in the world did this kid have access to a gun? And I don't want to hear justifications, oh, his, I, 14 kids are dead. Okay? In the grand scheme of things, 14 kids are dead, and the teacher is dead. So I don't want to hear to try his mentality. Don't, I could care less about his mentality. Because at some point, we have to have these conversations. Albeit, they may be uncomfortable to have. But damn it, we have to have them. Because if we don't have them, more people are going to die. Innocent lives. These children didn't have a chance to live their lives, to be successes and to make an impact in this world because some kids got access to a gun. You should be outraged. Think about your sons, your daughters, your nieces, your nephews. I have two nephews in school. I have a great niece. And I worry about these things. I worry about their future. Because we have to do better for them. Put your politics aside. Think of their lives. Their lives are worth more than the party you represent. Because no matter what party you represent, they will forever, your son, your daughter, your, they will always be a part of you forever. You can change your party tomorrow, but they cannot change being a part of your life. So that's something to think about. So once again, like and subscribe to this episode and every episode of the Sports and the World podcast. Follow on social media at Ladares underscore Brown on Twitter and TikTok and Ladares underscore Brown on Instagram. Once again, be on the lookout for today's trivia question. I'll give you an answer from last week's question as well. Well, folks, I mean to get passionate. I apologize if you heard bamming. I was bam bamming in my argument because the more I think about it, the more upset I get. But that's all I have for you this week. And until you hear me again next time and you'll see me in a, in a few with your trivia question. Be real, be you, be blessed, and be safe from all of us here from the Sports and the World Podcast.